0: to introduce karen she's going to bring the word of god to us today karen norton would you come up here and give karen a hand all right another one of those assemblies of god ordained pastors and ministers so let's uh, this will be my first time to hear you the excitement is like just knocking stuff over here cheers is filmed before a live studio audience I'll tell you, Woody. Psychiatric profession can really get rough sometimes. I think if I hear one more person telling me about one more problem, I'll explode. I know just how you feel, Dr. Crane. Actually, I suppose you do. Our professions are really very much alike. We both have to listen patiently while people unload their grief and suffering. Sometimes it's just more than I can bear. I know just how you feel, Dr. Crane. You know, if only I had your ability to listen to a person's problem sympathize with him and yet still go on about my business calmly and happily but how do you do it wood i know just how you feel dr crane you're not listening to me are you i know just how you feel dr crane how about a double scotch rocks coming right up Please understand, I'm not advocating to go to the bar and drink, okay? I I have to say that first of all, but that gives a good illustration of what I'm speaking on this morning. The title of my message this morning is, is, Are You Listening? Are you listening? I can't hear myself, but it's, if you can hear me, then we're good. Okay, I'll try not to yell too much then, if you can hear me. (laughs) All right. All right. Are you listening? What a challenging thought. This is the challenge that God has presented to me first. He presented it to me to share with you. And let me tell you, folks, the the kind of week I've been through this week, it's like the devil has pulled out all the stops trying to figure out ways he can just, you know, mess with me. And so it's like, okay, Lord, you know, I'm ready for whatever you want to use me to say to you folks today, because I, I believe that that God is in this. And I, I was talking to Pastor Zach and he shared on a Sunday night, I think just last Sunday night or recently. Yeah, very similar thoughts. So I don't know what God is is trying to get across to us, but hey, we need to be listening, right? <laughs> So, are you listening? The, the scripture that I want to use is found in 1 Samuel 3. 1 Samuel 3, beginning with verse 1. 1 Samuel 3, verse 1 says, Meanwhile, the boy Samuel served the Lord by assisting Eli. Now, in those days, messages from the Lord were very rare. And visions were quite uncommon. One night, Eli, who was almost blind by now, had gone to bed. The lamp of God had not yet gone out. And Samuel was sleeping at the tabernacle near the ark of God. Suddenly, the Lord called out, Samuel! Yes, Samuel replied, What is it? He got up and ran to Eli. Here I am. Did you call me? I didn't call you, Eli replied. Go back to bed. So he did. Then the Lord called out again, Samuel. Again, Samuel got up and went to Eli. Here I am. Did you call me? I didn't call you, my son, Eli said. Go back to bed. Samuel did not yet know the Lord because he had never had a message from the Lord before. So the Lord called a third time. And once more Samuel got up and went to Eli. Here I am. Did you call me? Then Eli realized it was the Lord who was calling the boy. So he said to Samuel, go and lie down again, and if someone calls again, say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. So Samuel went back to bed, and the Lord came and called as before, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel replied, speak, your servant is listening. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we call upon you right now. Lord, we want to be listeners. We want to listen to one another. We want to listen to you. And Father, I pray that right now you would use me, Lord, that I would listen to your Holy Spirit and say only those things that you want me to say, Father. You know each individual here in this church, and even across online. You know what each person needs. You know what each person needs to hear. And Father, I ask that you would go before us right now and do what only you can do in our lives and in our hearts. We ask this now in Jesus' name, amen. So are you listening? I don't know about you, but... I find that the older I get, and yes, I had a birthday this week. We won't even talk about that, but thank the Lord for birthdays. <laughs> but, but I find that I'm becoming like my grandma. And that has me a little bit concerned because I remember my grandma couldn't hear very well. And so to cover that she couldn't hear, she would laugh. That's what I do more of. I'd laugh, you know, just as a filler. <laughs> So if you see me laughing and you said something to me that wasn't funny, just, just say, Karen, I know you didn't really hear me. <sighs> so steps in listening. The first step is we need to prepare, prepare to listening. If we are not prepared to listen, we're just going to go about our business, We have to be ready, ready to listen. And when you think about it, it's a heart decision. It's a heart decision. Just as we saw in the Cheers clip, there was no heart in Woody. Woody was just being very mechanical. (laughs) Whatever you say, Frazier, Dr. Frazier, whatever he (laughs) said, whatever you say. So there was no heart in his listening. And there may be times when we are not ready to listen, especially if it is a difficult and hard truth to swallow. For maybe someone telling us what we do not want to hear. We all have those moments. Or what about this one? Maybe we are too busy to listen. Ouch. Ooh, it's gotten real quiet all of a sudden. Maybe we have the attitude, being too busy, saying, I can't slow down long enough to listen to you. I've got things to do and accomplish. That's more important than listening to you. Ouch. Right there, our attitude is such that it could cause us great heartache. There are times if we don't listen at that opportunity sometimes that opportunity may be gone it may be just a a once in an opportunity time and then it's lost forever I think about toddlers you know being around the daycare during the week (laughs) I love toddlers they're just so much entertainment and what I don't get through hearing through the hallways this last week as our daughter Allie was here and she was working, she and I would compare notes at night and she would tell me so many funny stories about toddlers. But the, the thing about toddlers that, that is so entertaining to me, and if you've had children or if you currently have children that are toddlers, you know they want your undivided attention. And you know when you're holding on to them and you, you're just looking everywhere, And they're like, they're trying to get your attention. What do they do? They grab your chin. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) They grab your chin as mom, you know? (laughs) And it's really true about all of us. We want people's undivided attention when we're trying to talk to them. What do you think about God? You think he wants our undivided attention? He's trying to say things to us. Are we listening? Are we listening? And you know, going back to the toddler, as parents, toddlers are really a training ground for us because if we don't listen to toddlers when they become teenagers, teenagers need their parents to listen to them. Can I get an amen, teenagers? (laughs) And the reason I know that is I have counseled families where the teenage girl would say, I just want to go shopping. And the mom says, I don't like to go shopping. (sighs) Well, hello, mom. I don't care if you like to go shopping or not. You need to do it for your teenage daughter. Now, looking at Samuel's case, he wasn't quite a teenager. He was 12 years old, so we call him a boy. (laughs) And Samuel mistakenly thought Eli the priest, his mentor, his boss, um, his superior, he thought that Eli had spoken to him. Nobody else was around, and Samuel was attending the lamp of God while sleeping in the tabernacle, well, you have to understand some history here, okay? Um, these were times in which, you know, God had spoken directly and audibly with Moses and Joshua. And, but right now, at this particular time, God's word had become rare. And there had been three centuries that had passed. Three centuries, 300 years I mean, can you imagine 300 years going by and not hearing much of God's voice? And as this was during the time of, of the rule by judges. And then I, I think about, you know, if you don't hear God's voice, if you're not accustomed, if it's not habitual, then pretty soon are you going to recognize God's voice. And by Eli's time, no prophets were speaking God's messages to Israel. Why? Well, if you look at Eli and his sons, Eli was not a good example, and he was not a good example to his sons. You will find they either refused to listen to God, or they allowed greed to get in the way of any communication with him. Wow, greed. Are we guilty? Oh. The key ingredient to preparing to listen is what Psalm 4610 has to say. Psalm 4610, just the first part, says, Be still and know that I am God. And I couldn't think, help think how, Pastor, how, how the Holy Spirit led you to be still. And that's exactly, I mean, I love how the Holy Spirit will just orchestrate a service be still and know that I am God. How can you hear God in all of the chaos of the world? How can you hear God with all the, you know, whatever going on? It's, it's times when I get still, totally quiet, maybe a little bit of, of, you know, worship music in the background, but it's when I get still that that's when I can hear God speaking to me. So how can we truly listen if we are not still, if we are not quiet? We give God honor or another person honor when we are quiet and listen, not thinking what we have to say is the most important thing to be said. How can the Lord give you direction if you are not quiet before him, listening to his voice, prompting you to do what you need to do? I was talking with someone oh it's been a couple weeks ago now I guess who was telling me about a coworker who was constantly talking never giving anybody else a chance to talk to give an opinion or an idea about working on a certain project and where was the the you know protocol as far as taking turns in talking it wasn't there and what What a, it it was just, it it was an unfair, not only, I don't want to say just an unfair, but, but you know, the team approach, getting more ideas, because just one person's idea can be so um, narrow, we'll just say, we'll say narrow, instead of getting a group, group aspect. So if you are doing all the talking to God in prayer, maybe it's time you need to take a break. And just listen. You know, there's times when I go to the Lord in prayer and I say, you know what? I don't have anything to say. I just want to be with you. Listen, listen to that still small voice. And that isn't to say that God can't yell. (laughs) He can yell at us, you know, if he wants to. He can also nag I've been known to be nagged a few times and it's okay if that's what I'm what what's needed for me but his ways are gentle he would much rather speak to you with that still small voice than the thunderous loud voice I will say I'll throw in a A teenager story here I I was raised in a Christian home and and um, it it wasn't Assemblies of God or Pentecostal but but we were slowly getting getting into the Pentecostal ways during my teenage years and but we weren't in a Pentecostal church but anyway we went on a a youth camp out and uh, great fun you know girls in one tent boys in another tent just to like make sure you know (laughs) And um, I was going through a particular time in my life where I was rebellious. I thought, God doesn't exist. God doesn't exist. And I, I was just, you know, I was just, yeah, just kind of adamant about that. And in the middle of the night, I kid you not, I woke up. I don't know if it was a dream. I don't know if God audibly was speaking to me. I always take it that it was God audibly speaking to me. But yet the next morning when I asked, nobody said they heard a thing. But anyway, God said to me, I am that I am in that booming thunderous voice. And from that moment on, I did not question his existence. (laughs) So God can do whatever to prove himself to us. Secondly, after we are prepared to listen, then we can actively, actively listen. Actively listening. Now, in Samuel's case, he was asleep. And I don't know about you, but some of us sleep really hard. (laughs) And, And if somebody's talking to me when I'm sleeping really hard, I may not even know who they are. So I just want to give Samuel a little credit here for wondering who is saying that. And I mean, Eli was the only person there, so... You know, I mean, you can't fault Samuel for thinking it was Eli. And yet you see in this story how God was so patient. He was so patient. Not just one time and say, well, Samuel's not listening to me. I'll give up on him. No, no. Instead, he was patient and kept kept on, kept on, you know, three times, three times, And I'm just so thankful that that the Lord is patient with you and me. And also, I'm thankful that the Lord did not give up on Samuel. He doesn't give up on you and me either. And the fact that the Lord kept calling Samuel shows that Samuel was actively listening once he... Got awake, obviously. His attention was stirred. Who is this person? And wouldn't you want also think, "Wow, this person knows my name. God knows your name. Isn't that amazing? That wow! How does he keep track of everybody's names? He's God." (laughs) Then Eli had what I call a light bulb moment. Granted, it took him three times of, of God calling Samuel before Eli got the message. But then, ding, 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 light bulb time! <laughs> it's God speaking to Samuel. But really, when you think about it, what ha- happened to Sam or excuse me, what happened to Eli can happen happen to you and me too. Sometimes God's trying to get our attention, and we're like, "Oh, that's just my imagination." Right. Ah it's not right. right. Hmm. Well, there is a story told of a man driving home at night. He's driving along and he sees this man on a bridge. And he just, you know, goes on by the man on the bridge. Well, the Lord spoke to this man driving and said, "I want you to drive back there and tell that man on the bridge green ice cream green ice cream well that is the craziest thing to say Lord I can't do that I, I, green ice cream I, it's St. Patrick's Day you know you gotta have the green right? <laughs> I, this is I mean this is a real story I, mean, I don't know how true it is but it's, it's one that's anyway I'm, let me go on with it here <laughs> it's a good story trust me <laughs> So the man argued with the Lord for a little bit. But here's the thing. This man was actively listening to the voice of the Lord. So he turned his car around and he drove up to the man standing on the bridge and said to this man, I don't know you. I don't know why I'm supposed to say this to you. But I feel like I'm supposed to say to you, green ice cream and with that the man started crying and he said I was praying I was getting ready to jump off this bridge and kill myself and I said to the Lord if you are real and if you want me to live you send somebody to say to me green ice cream Never doubt. I, I know it's hard. Sometimes God will say crazy, illogical things to us that, that makes no sense at all. But what if that man had not paid attention and been actively listening and then doing something about it too? That man would have killed himself. Or maybe God would have sent somebody else. <laughs> And this man would have missed the blessing. Who wants to miss a blessing? (sighs) You know, as much as I enjoy being logical, I've come to realize that God is not always logical. And that messes with me. (laughs) Messes with me. (laughs) You know, I, I I think about you wonderful people and how God has blessed us with you guys. And, and Pastor Mike and Lori and, and your family, you know, we live in Eagle River. And there's times when I will get the attitude of, you know, it'd be so much closer to just go to Kingsway. We tried Kingsway. We we tried other churches. And, and I'm not putting down any, any other church. You know when you've come home. Amen. So that's why I say, you know, God doesn't always go with the logical. He goes with what he wants for us. Thirdly, after we have prepared to listen, after we are actively listening, there has to be a response. There has to be a response. It could be a negative response, a rebellious response, or a no response at all. And probably, if we're honest with each other, we have all been guilty of that kind of reaction. Instead, why not have the response of Samuel? Speak, your servant is listening. Speak, your servant is listening. That is gold. That is a response of being a servant. That is a response of openness. That is a response of submission. That is a response of being obedient. Ouch. I can't get my toes underneath anything up here. They're just all out here, so I'm stepping on my own toes, okay? We may not always like to be obedient, but down deep, we know in the long run that is the better way. I'm reminded of the Apostle Paul in the book of Acts. I recently read the book of Acts through, and I, I was just going over and over thinking, wow, you know, the Holy Spirit kept saying things to Paul, and they weren't necessarily good things. You know, so so what the Holy Spirit says to us may be good, may not be good, but are we listening? Are we listening? So here's the deal. When we are prepared to listening, actively listening, and responding to listening by being obedient to the voice of the Lord, great things are going to happen. Great things are going to happen. Let me ask you this. Is your life not going so well these days? If it isn't, let me ask you, challenge you with this question. How are you listening? How are you listening? Are you doing the whole going it alone, being all self-sufficient, strong, the Alaskan way, I can do it myself kind of mentality? Why not try submitting, saying, speak, speak, your servant is listening. And this is just the beginning. The more we are in tune, listening, the more we will hear. And the more we hear... The more we will be obedient and do the right thing instead of wandering around the mountain, and maybe that's not a good analogy here in Alaska. I I haven't preached enough here in Alaska to, to think, okay, I need to change my uh my my verbiage, but anyway. <laughs> Uh, but if you get the analogy of going around the mountain too many times, like the children of Israel did anyway. Okay, read it in the Old Testament. <laughs> um, but if, if we're wandering around the mountain too many times, getting lost along the way, and then griping to the Lord about needing direction, maybe we just need to be quiet. And I don't want to be misunderstood here. I'm not talking about being creepy, like, ooh, I am hearing something. You know, people are gonna look at you weird if you do that, okay? <laughs> so if, if the Holy Spirit's talking to you, first of all, don't do this, ooh, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's a place for people like that. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> And there's the thing of of being so spiritually minded that you're no earthly good. We don't want to do that. You know, we're in this world but not of this world. But just being sensitive to the Holy Spirit and listening to that still, small voice. Yeah. And like I said earlier, it's not always good news if you read on with Samuel's story you will find that God did not have good news to say to Samuel. It was as it was all about Eli. I mean, this was Eli, somebody he looked up to. Eli had sons and Eli was not a good parent. And so, and then the sons were even worse than Eli and God was going to destroy all of them. But it was through... Samuel, actively listening. Even though he had never heard, didn't know the message of God, he was actively listening. And this was the beginning. Samuel became a prophet. Now, am I challenging you to be a prophet? That's between you and the Lord. What I am challenging you is... Simply, are you listening? What do you need to do or get rid of to start listening better? You know, whether it be listening to your spouse, your children, your parents, your boss, your coworkers, your friends, your pastor... Your Heavenly Father, how can you align yourself to listen better? Prepare, actively respond to listening through obedience. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, We look to you right now.